nonkululeko mandula on SAFM. I say, I say, Africa must wake up, the sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on the morning bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? Today in our dynasty, we are talking about the importance of preserving our languages, especially with our children. Children are going back to school. Uh, well, they are back at school. And they are, a majority of them, going to English medium schools. Not all of them are English speaking, but they get home because their parents have been at work and they've been speaking English. We continue speaking English home at school, at work, what does this do to our languages? What does it do to you who's uh, Sotho speaking, or Chivanda speaking, or Zulu speaking, or Kosa speaking, or Swati speaking? What does it do to the language itself? How can we preserve languages when in our day-to-day living, we are not utilizing them? Well, we are joined by uh, Bobby Matlangu, who is the president of Wikimedia ZA, uh, to speak more about this. Bobby, thank you very much for joining us once again on The Morning Bliss. Morning, Kululebo, and uh, great uh, um, uh, being being on the show. Bobby, we're speaking English, right? Um, right now. But let me ask: When you get home, what language do you speak? Um, I speak Siswati, English and Sisutu. Actually, we mix. Aha, Siswati, English and Sisutu. Yes. But how much of English, like in percentage-wise, um, how would you split it up? I think actually 50% is English and 25% is the two languages. Yeah, Bonak. So it's uh, 12 and a half, 12 and a half for Siswati and uh, um, Sisoto. English takes up most of your um, vocabulary. Exactly. I, I think it's, it's the same in most households. But does that not mean we are slowly diminishing our own languages, our African languages in our households? Because I know a lot of Afrikaans-speaking households would speak English out at work or at school, but when they get home, they'll be speaking Afrikaans. But I don't see the same happening in Isizulu-speaking households. I think you're true, actually. Most households, uh, of, uh, especially the middle class, they tend to speak, um, uh, spend more time speaking English. And I think that is historic as well as the type of lifestyles that we're living <clears throat> currently. Because in, in our workplace, everywhere where we interact with our colleagues, we speak English. And then we come back home and that uh, stills down again to the day-to-day lives that we're living. And then we forget that as much as we're speaking the English, um, our own uh, indigenous languages, you know, mother tongues, are dying out slowly but surely. And uh, this actually is manifested when you speak to uh, the kids, you know, our kids. Uh, they don't know some of the simple words. For example, my cousin, I was talking to him the other day, and he's telling me that uh, he wants me to accompany him to the swimming uh, pool. And we're speaking actually in Swati, and he's saying he wants to go and swim. He does not know the word for swimming in Swati. It's a saying, and there's no such word in our language. And I asked him, what is, what is to swim in our language? He does not know. 
And then I realized that surely, but, you know, slowly, our language are dying out because of the fact that we don't enforce this culture of speaking in our mother tongue. So, uh, Amanda and I were speaking before this interview and we were laughing at the fact that there's a lot of parents who go home and they're with you know, dabs and everyone else and the parents are so proud to say, no, my child does not understand English. Please, uh, does not understand this course, please speak in English. And it's like, there's a sense of pride in it with no reason. It's one thing if your child grew up in a different uh, country um, but you know a bit of their home language but a different thing if your children were born raised and still live in this Africa and they don't even know one word Umakulu says and I was like excuse me what are you saying you know <laughs> how how can we fix ourselves as the, the adults because Nati we are the ones who are instilling this in our children I think um, really this is is way beyond us. I think maybe it it needs to start with uh, it needs to there needs to be a program uh, from from government uh, to instill the pride of self because I feel that the reason why we want our kids to speak you know five gig English as, as we normally call it with my friends. Um, we, we we feel that that is somehow um, related to how a person uh, to a person's intelligence. Basically, if you speak nice and good English, it means that you are smart. But if you can't speak English, it means that somehow you are dumb. And I feel that this is related to um, the, the 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 past. You know the apartheid era as well as the colonialism. We have been uh, brainwashed to think that our languages are lesser of um, you know the the English language, and we fail to understand that language is just only a tool you know to enable us to communicate with each other, to understand each other. Um, you know, a, a couple of people, especially scholars, uh, they would tell you that. In, in countries such as China, in such as Germany, such as other countries that are not non-English speaking, in fact, they do more in terms of technology-wise uh, and technological advances. Uh, and they don't even speak English. You know, Japan produces cars and does a lot of things, you know, that are far technologically advanced, uh, but they don't even speak English. So I think it's, it's 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 about this false impression that uh, English is superior, and if you speak English, you are smarter, and it shows that uh, it's a sign that uh, you're gonna be successful, uh, which is partly not a lie actually, because if you don't speak good English in the corporate world in South Africa, you're most likely not gonna get a good job, you know. Uh, but that does not really mean that you are you are smart if. Uh, you are not smart if you are not speaking good English, but I think really it's 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 a bigger thing or it's a bigger issue that needs to be addressed from uh, a government level. There needs to be a concerted concerted effort by many organisations, you know, from government to churches to everywhere we go, you know, to just speak about this thing.
to change the mindset of the people, to change the mindset of our generation. Because that's, this is where I felt that uh, this thing of English actually has, uh, uh, you know, has, has, has multiplied, you know, because we were the first generation, people that were born in the 80s and the 90s, to go to the Model C schools. And that sort of like uh, uh, pushed this notion that we, if we speak English, you are smart. And uh, basically, that's how basically the, the, the language is eventually going to die if we don't take further steps. Now, I've got a message here. I think uh, this person understands what we're, ju- we're just speaking about right now. Uh, the person says, um, good morning, A-teamers. Some young parents are even proud that their kids can't speak in their mother tongue. They brag that their kids don't understand their mother tongue. What is the bragging right about here? What is what, what are you bragging about? A foreign language? Yes, it is a lingua franca. Most countries in the world speak it. But it's foreign to you. Exactly. <laughs> Very true, actually. It is foreign to us. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually um, afraid that over time we're going to have a generation of uh, uh, black people that do not speak their languages. And the most scary thing about that is, 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 is because um, what, what language is, is tied with, you know, if you lose your language, you can't speak your language. It means that you're losing a whole host of things. Your cultural heritage, you know, you can't um, recall your histories, your traditions. You're losing your customs. It means that you're adopting other people's customs. It means that you're adopting other people's traditions, the white tradition, you know, because um, you, you, you're losing out in all of what uh, your, your, your great-grandparents uh, have accumulated over the years, and it can't be passed down to you. So uh, basically, it might seem for now, uh, for to other parents, that this is smart, you know, and uh, it, it's something that it, it's because some of the parents, when they're sending their kids to school to learn this good English, it's an investment to them. Yes, we agree to that, but um, at the end of the day, what is your child losing? So I I feel that there needs to be a balance. As much as a person can speak good English, but there needs to be this, um, you know, thinking that we need to enforce our languages. We need to make sure that there's a continuation of our languages to the next generation. Um, okay, so how do we bring ourselves back? to ourselves everything of ours is in english um our passports our main documents our education system you go online it's an englishman so how do we just come back to utilizing english yes but also being so proud of knowing our own languages and speaking our own languages yeah i think um I think a good example is already has been set for us, especially as the black communities. Um, as I said earlier on, uh, there needs to be a concerted effort from you know the, the government, and um, I think the schools 
you know, can play a very, very big role to instill a sense of pride in our in our kids, and instill a sense of pride to us as black people, and explain the dangers of uh, uh, losing a language, you know, losing your identity as a person, because you know, language as well. It, 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 when you when you speak Swati, when you speak your language, it, it says something about you as a person. It, 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 it's your identity right there. You know, there's a famous saying, you know it, you know, that was said by Nelson Mandela, that when you speak to people in a language they uh, they don't understand, or in, in English, basically, that goes to the head. But in, if you speak to them in their own mother tongue, it goes to their heart. And that is the always in, in convenient truth. So I think the, the best way really um, is to start in schools and uh, start at homes actually uh, to speak the language you know our mother tongue uh, our indigenous language especially with the young people and um, I believe that if we can have um, subjects you know go back to the old days where subjects were taught uh, you know the, the, the languages were taught mother tongues were, were taught to young kids and how to write them, how to speak them, I think that um, could really um, be have an impact in the future generations in preserving our language. When it comes to education, I know a lot uh, of people and researchers have said that it is best to educate a child in their foundation phase, in their uh, mother tongue, because then that child, you know, their their vocabulary and their their um, mental development or you know brain functions develop quicker. How can we make sure that even the universities, because it's one thing foundation phase, but when you get to university, um or Chivanda, it's no longer there in that capacity. You can't necessarily be taught in it. You can't be lectured psychology in Chivanda, or it's not happening. So how can we ma- make sure that we start teaching even in higher education uh, level in our native or our mother tongues? Yeah, I think... Um the, the the universities can play a very very crucial role actually to um, have um, um, subjects uh, that are taught um, in our languages. I think that that is that that is very very much important. But again, you know, when we go to universities traditionally as black people. We go to universities because we want to study something that will enable us to find a job. So for me to go to university and learn Isizulu or and or learn uh, in my own mother tongue um, might not be productive in the future. So I think there needs to be that um, uh, something that will be. Um, you know, given to me in the in the, in the future as um, um, to say to encourage me. You know, what what is it that we can do in 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 to encourage uh, more students to not only uh, learn you know the traditional uh, careers uh, at university or you know be trained in the traditional careers, but also to be trained. In the traditional careers, in their own mother tongue, I think there should be that uh, option where um, uh, students 
are, are given that uh, that option uh, to 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 not only learn in English whatever it is that they want to learn, but also uh, to learn in their own uh, mother tongue. You know, for an example, I I I, I went to, to to a university where I was given two options. In fact, uh, you could uh, write a paper in uh, English, or you can write the same paper in Afrikaans. You know, I think if this can be introduced at university, um, it it can it can really play a great role. I know that will be difficult because some of the words don't exist in our languages, especially academic words. But these things can be invented, you know. Uh, and 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 I know that there are linguists there in universities that can uh, enable those departments uh, to 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 have the words that are necessary for um, causes to be implemented and and be be learned in 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 all the South African languages. So I'm thinking the first you know great step you know will be to um, have options to be given options in all the South African languages, so that students when they go to university you can continue and say okay oh, I want to learn for an example medicine. Uh, but I also have the, the option to learn medicine in Isizulu, for example. How many people are going to doctors that are speaking Isizulu? Uh, you are forced to go to a doctor and uh, find out that it's a white doctor and you explain things uh, in your own mother tongue. Uh, the doctor does not understand you, and this person is learned in English. So I think it's very, very much important to also you know, have um, that um, um, you know, medicine to be taught, for an example, medicine to be taught in 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 Sizul, You know, uh, from from the first year up until the the, the the last year. You know, so that's possible, and it will actually give. Um, um, it will also give the, the the opportunity for more black people to go to such doctors that can speak that language. Actually. There's another thing that I, I always think of, and maybe I'm also guilty of it. I think a lot of us are. It's this of African people undermining a person who speaks English without a Pommy accent or accent a posh accent. Um, and I, I'll take you back. I'm sure you're old enough to remember this. Um, we had an artist who was phenomenal, great music. His music was quieto, you know. Yeah. And when he spoke English, Mandoza, everyone would laugh. Yeah. You, you look at soccer players, they're phenomenal on the field. They don't have to speak any language while they are playing. But yeah. the moment they're having an interview and the English is a bit warped or the accent is warped, they get laughed at, undermined, you know. Why do we do this? Why do we do this, and how can we fix this? Yeah, <laughs> I think it happens a lot, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I think this also goes back to the point that I've, uh, 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 the point that I've highlighted earlier on. You know, equating English to intelligence, because if you don't speak um, good English and with an accent, uh, people tend to look down on you, regardless of the fact that you have great. You know, you've you're great at what you do, you know, you've got skill and you, you're talented. People do not care, but they 
they make fun of you. So um, I think it's very, very much important uh, for, uh, as I said, you know, government, you know, to have a campaign, especially the Department of Arts and Culture, uh, to, to, to have a campaign around uh, conscientizing our people uh, about the importance of, you know, speaking in your own language, expressing yourself in your own mother tongue, and the fact, and, and to raise awareness that uh, the fact that you can't speak English does not mean that you are not smart. There are many smart people out there, but they can't really speak English. In fact, there are many, many good and talented players uh, that we know, sports, uh, they can't speak speak English. Messi, for an example, cannot speak English, uh, but you saw what, what he did. You know his reputation in the soccer field. So um, it's 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 as I said, it's um, um, historical, and it's tied to apartheid as well as colonialism, and this is something that really needs to be to be changed. And I feel that really uh, these schools uh, can play a role. Um, us as parents at home, at our uh, homes, can really play a role. Um, uh, every every institution, such as churches as well, can also play a role. I understand that English, we tend to speak English because uh, it's a universal language that connects, uh, most people can speak in South Africa and that connects many people. Uh, but what is also very interesting is that uh, you, you, you'd go to, for an example, here in Johannesburg, um, I don't have to worry too much about speaking English. I can just speak my own language, and someone can answer in their own language. I've actually seen that happen many times. So it means that it's possible for us to embrace our languages and actually speak our language freely, because it does not mean that a vendor-speaking person cannot now speak to me because I cannot understand them. No, that can be actually introduced um, in, a, in an institutional level. And people can speak in their own languages, and others can actually answer in their in their other languages. Uh, black people have been able to do this for years, but for some reason um, there is no concerted of effort to actually instill this and to push this, uh, especially in organisations such as schools and where there's the the mass uh, 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 people that can learn there. Oh man, yeah, there's a lot that we still need to do to um, bring back pride in ourselves as Africans, especially when it comes to our languages, because language holds so much. Um, are there things that we can start doing now, even with technology, to help us instill the pride in our language and learn our languages? You are very. You are asking a very, very important question, and I'm saying this is a very important question because we're living in the 21st century and the internet is an integral part of our lives. Um, I represent an organization called uh, Wikipedia. And uh, in Wikipedia, there's uh, over 300 languages there. And when you look at the English language, it has over 6 million articles. Uh, while uh, my mother tongue has less than 1,000 languages. But when you go out and just look at the people that are speaking the language uh, in real life. Uh, you find out that uh, there are more than 2 million Swati speakers um, here in, in, in 
South Africa and in Swaziland. But all of those people do not know that they can actually access uh, that language uh, on online. And um, you see Zulu and all of the other languages, in fact, is it Kosa, is Debele and all of those. In fact, you see Debele is even worse because there's no Debele language on Wikipedia. And there's very, very much a uh, small number of uh, in, in on the internet, uh, you know, uh, per se. So now you ask yourself, if we don't use the internet uh, to preserve our languages, to write in our own languages, what will happen to that language? Basically, it's dying, you know. So, and, and this is true with all the, 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 the indigenous languages. We tend to read in English and when we write, even on social media, we write in English. We don't write in our own languages. And we are lazy to read in our own languages, in fact. Uh, uh, so, so our languages, they, 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 they are, are not, are not uh, archived in the online. And going forward, I feel that uh, over, over time, they, they would be dead. And which is a very, very scary, scary thing to, to realize, actually. So, yeah, I think um, the Internet can play a very, very massive role in preserving our language. Uh, you don't have to contribute on Wikipedia alone. There are many open source uh, outlets out there that allows you to, uh, to, to, to write in your own language. Uh, but we, we, we tend to know that we tend to use English. Uh, in fact, I can even go to as far as the uh, software languages. You know, they are all written in English. You don't, you don't see them written in uh, our own languages. You can just imagine if you can uh, code uh, using Isizulu, uh, code an app using Isizulu. That, that will be a game changer. You know, in solving many of our problems that had to do with economy, that had to do with medicine, that had to do with everything, you know, that we as South Africans or as Africans uh, live our day-to-day -day life so, uh, or experience in our day-to-day -day life. So I think the online and uh, the, 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 the Internet, the, the fourth industrial revolution and the fifth industrial revolution going forward, I think it's something that we have not... Um, taken advantage of, and really there needs to be a big and huge concerted effort uh, to encourage the young people uh, to use those platforms to codify our languages using those platforms. Thank you so very much for shedding light on this. Uh, let's uh, be proud of our languages and uh, let's uh, write books and speak our languages and uh, I think, what, colonize or recolonize this internet so that we have our languages there. Um, thank you, Bobby, for joining us. Is there a way that people can be in touch with you? Oh, yes. Uh, they can send me an email at Bobby dot at wikimedia.org.za or they can um, yeah, they can actually send me an email there or they can uh, just go to our Facebook page which is Wikimedia the day um, and uh, they can see what's happening there in terms of our events and stuff if they want to get involved. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.